Arizona, Arizona Sports. The local sports, local leader. sports leader. Burns and Gambo. The 4 o'clock reset. Brought to you by Collins Comfort AC and Plumbing. Proud home services partner of the Arizona Cardinals. 4 o'clock reset. The top stories of the day presented to you at 4 o'clock every day here on the Burns and Gambo Show. And we start with Monty Williams' rants last night. It wasn't exactly 28 to 5. But it was 46 to 20, and it was a rant nevertheless. The free throw disparity between the Suns and the Lakers last night. 46 for L.A., 20 free throw attempts for the Suns. Had Monty Williams so fed up, he just got up and walked right on out of his postgame press conference. I'm tired of talking about free throws. Our guys have to do their job. We, we understand that. But that that's a huge disparity, 46 free throws. And I'll say it again, 46 to 20. That's it. That's all I got to say. It's a good thing you didn't get up and leave during your 28 to 5 rant. I would have been there at the grocery store doing the show by myself, for goodness sake. I could have left that grocery store right then and there. With the old lady who was telling you to hush while she was buying her prunes in the produce. I would have helped her pack her groceries (laughs) in in the car. I would have helped, you know, bag those groceries and put them in a car for her. Son's lost. Um, Listen, that, that was. Yeah, go ahead. That's his way of, uh, you know, that's his way of showing his anger. I'm tired of talking about these free throws, and I'm sure that was all planned. I'm going to get up. I'm going to walk out. I mean, he's got to try to do something. He obviously doesn't want to get fined and pay the NBA, but, uh, you know, he's upset with it. But this is his team. His team is fouling a lot. They're fouling a lot, and they're getting called for it. Yeah, the Suns lose to the L.A. Lakers last night. Certainly that giant free throw discrepancy was part of it, a big part of it. There were other things that went wrong for the Suns last night, too, as the Suns lose to the Lakers for the first time since that first round of the 2021 playoffs nearly two years ago. Now, we had James Jones on with us earlier, and the Suns GM said, yeah, it's upsetting, but we need to do better. We just gotta be better. We're fouling. They're calling the fouls. We can't control whether or not they they give us free throw attempts, but we can't control whether or not we're giving them up. And that's one thing that was really clear, I thought, from James's conversation with us. I I think he's looking to scale this back down. If if last night was a DEFCON 2, I think he wants to move it back to DEFCON 3 or DEFCON 4, Gambo. Yeah, and and look, clearly this is in the guys' heads. Uh, there are definitely calls that don't go against them. I mean, D'Lo stripped Devin Brooker of the ball when they showed the replay. He got all arms and face, and they didn't call it. So clearly the officiating in the NBA is not good. There's a lot of people besides the Suns that are complaining about it. Uh, but the Suns are not an aggressive team. They don't go to the basket as much as other teams, so they don't get those calls. Other teams go to the basket more, and the Suns, you know, you go back, you look at those plays, and, you know, the vast majority of them are fouls. So I don't know what to tell the Suns outside of what James and Monty tell them. So so for their next game in Sacramento, Dwayne Rankin of AZ Central said DeAndre Ayton will not play after James told us that he is day-to-day. So for the Suns, next up, it's in Sacramento tomorrow and then Philly on the second night of a back-to-back. We don't have any clear picture on when Ayton's going to be back. We don't have any clear picture on when Kevin Durant is going to be back at this point. Yeah, and from the Lakers' standpoint, LeBron James, uh, it was a report that said he might be back soon. He said there wasn't an evaluation today. There hasn't been any target date for my return. I'm working around the clock every day, three times a day. Give myself the best chance of coming back full strength. God bless you all. I'll speak for myself. So LeBron, after a report, said that he's been cleared for on-court activity and he should be back soon. Yep, he kind of backed off of that as well. Meanwhile, from the rest of the NBA last night, just a straight-up weird sequence of events last night, that Mavs-Warriors game. There was confusion regarding whose basketball it was. 
Golden State takes it out and scores the bucket. I mean, they inbounded Cavani. Nobody was there. Dallas wasn't ready. He slam dunked it home. But it almost looked as though Dallas was defending the wrong basket. It was so confusing. It's to the point where Steve Kerr even said, I, I had to double check just to make remind myself, were we at the right end of the floor? They inbounded. There were no Dallas defenders on that side of the floor. They got an easy Kavon Lunig dunk. And now Mavs owner Mark Cuban says he's going to file a protest to the NBA because the Mavs lost to the Warriors last night. 127-125, a loss that for now has put Dallas in ninth in the Western Conference. Yeah, Golden State at, at as sixth. So they avoid. That's a big win for the Warriors because they avoid the play-in with that win. They're a game ahead of the T-Wolves and Oklahoma City Thunder. But they're also just... You know, one game out of passing the Clippers to get into the five spot, which would set up a possible Suns-Warriors matchup in the first round. Yeah, it's quite possible that is going to happen. This also just ensues since we were just talking about DeAndre Ayton a second ago. Dwayne Rankin from his Twitter account says Ayton will also not play Saturday against Philadelphia. So no DeAndre Friday against Sacramento. No DeAndre Saturday against Philadelphia. Kevin Durant. You lose both of those games you got 36 losses. That would be tied with the Warriors for 6th in the West. And you're inching closer and closer to play-in territory. It's getting a little tight for the Suns right now. We've got new reports on the teams that are linked to trade for Cardinals wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. Those reports came from NFL veteran Pac-Man Jones today. He was on the Pat McAfee show. What we're hearing from Pac-Man source says, feels like Buffalo Bills fans have a reason to be excited, mm-hmm. but Falcons fans... I guess in Ravens fans in Raiders fans should know they're in In. anybody else Patriots fan five teams listed Gambo he just rattled them off there a second ago the Bills the Patriots the Raiders the Falcons and the Ravens Pac-Man Jones, who actually facilitated D-Hop's appearance on McAfee's show, so he obviously knows him, says he's leaning more towards the Bills or the Ravens at this point for D-Hop. Wow. So it really may come down. Listen, I would think that five teams would get you the second-round pick. Wouldn't you think that the more teams that are interested for DeAndre Hopkins, one of those teams will say, look, I'll give you the late second because I don't want to lose him to those other teams. Yeah, you would think. You would think. Cardinals made another minor free agent move today. They signed linebacker Josh Woods to a one-year deal. Mostly a special teams player with Detroit last year. He was named one of their six captains. Went on to appear in a career-high 17 games. The vast percentage of his snaps came on special teams. Finished the year with a career-best 14 tackles on special teams. So again, very minor move for the Arizona Cardinals today. Yeah, five-year veteran, blow up among special teams. You know, with the Bears from 18 to 21, the Lions for two years, was a rookie free agent out of the University of Maryland in 2018. So, uh, just a, a special teams guy. Those guys are valuable. So, just uh, just a special teams guy they had. Alabama quarterback and potential number one overall pick, Bryce Young, threw at Alabama's pro day today. He did not weigh in and will stand on his 204-pound weigh-in from the scouting combine. Plus, potential third-round, third-overall pick, I should say Will Anderson Jr. was there, didn't do anything. He was asked about teams' interest in him at multiple positions on the field. Yeah, I talked to quite a few teams, um, but I think just being in Alabama and just how versatile they made me, you know, whatever system I be in, I feel like I'm going to be good playing a 3-4 outside linebacker, playing with my hand in the dirt. Most of all the teams I talked to said you can do both, and they were really excited about me. Do you have any other private workouts coming up after this, or just a lot of meetings? I have zero private workouts and zero <laughs> meetings, so I just be 
here working out. Does that mean he knows where he's going, Gambo? That he has no... no I might be. I, you know, listen, I mean, when you know, I mean, the Cardinals say, look, we're taking you at three. Like, you're not getting past us at three. I mean, we see this in basketball all the time when a guy gets a promise deal. He doesn't need to go work out for anybody else. You don't need to do anything. I mean, if the Cardinals said we're taking you at three or if we trade down to four, we'll take you, but we're not going anywhere past that, then, you know, then, you know, you, you don't need to go work out for anybody that's behind them. You don't need to go work out for a team. Like, you, you'd just be wasting your time. Around the rest of the NFL, former Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott has narrowed down his options about where to play in 2023. Apparently, it's down to the Eagles, the Jets, or the Cincinnati Bengals. That, according to that Adam many Schefter. teams want him. That many teams want him. Yeah, I'm, I'm surprised. Your... There's three teams that want him. Three teams. I mean, look, two of which are very good, and the third expecting to be good when they get Aaron Rodgers. So those are that's some high level competition that might be looking at Ezekiel Elliott. But if you can just get him on a one-year deal, maybe that shouldn't be that much of a surprise. What a, a, a an interesting story, nearly tragic story. Tight end Foster Moreau has been diagnosed with Hodgkin lymphoma and is stepping away from football. He was only diagnosed because he was taking a physical conducted by the Saints medical staff. They discovered the illness. He visited with the Saints in New Orleans, visited with the Bengals last week. He's retiring from the game because, as luck would have it, he was taking this physical to sign with the Saints as a player, as a free agent, and they discovered that he had lymphoma and needed to undergo treatment. So a lucky catch for him in that regard. Wow. Fourth round draft pick by the Raiders in 2019. He had uh, 420 yards, two scores on 33 catches in 15 games last year for the Raiders. I mean... You know, played alongside Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson while he was at LSU. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's great that they caught that so he can concentrate on, on trying to get better. Sweet 16 is underway. Three and a half minutes go. to go in the first half. Third seed K-State is beating seventh seed Michigan State 30-26 to 26 right now. Tipping off in about five minutes. It's four seed UConn versus eight seed Arkansas. The game's coming up tonight. Ninth seeded Florida Atlantic taking on the four seed Tennessee and clearly the game of the day and maybe the game of the round. Third seed Gonzaga taking on second seed UCLA, a rematch of their final four classic. I've been perfect in the West. I have no games wrong in the West. Me either. So who do you have tonight in the West then? I have UConn over Arkansas, UCLA over Zaga. I have UConn over Arkansas as well. I have Gonzaga over UCLA and I too have been perfect in the West. Haven't missed a single game, so we will we will split on that tonight. We'll see what happens there. Other MLB news real quick. Philadelphia Phillies first baseman Reese Hoskins carted off the field today. A non-contact injury to his left knee. Haven't seen a recent diagnosis, but it looked didn't look good. It didn't look like a gruesome injury, but the way he was rolling around on the field and had to be carted off was not a good sign at all. And St. Louis Cardinals right-hander Adam Wainwright going to be out several weeks. He suffered a groin strain while weightlifting in between games at the World Baseball Classic. Wainwright's going to be out for a while for St. Louis. Yeah, I did see that Thompson, uh, the Phillies manager, Rob Thompson, said that Hopskins was walking around the clubhouse afterwards. Okay, well, maybe that's a good sign. So they're waiting results, but that he was walking around, and they thought that that was a good sign. When we come back on the Burns and Gambo show, if you haven't heard Monty Williams' full press conference in all of its glory, he went all in on the officiating. You'll hear what he had to say next on the Burns and Gambo show.